0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Will Blank for Honey, where we will talk about what we would do for your honey. On this week's episode, we're going to ask each other questions so you can get to know us. I'm a geeky bear cub from Ottawa, Justin, drag race, X-Men, and
1: makeup enthusiast. Oh yeah. And this is
0: my partner.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Um, My name is Rex Uranus, and I am a I am a geeky bear cub, also from Ottawa.
0: There's a whole den of us out here. There's so many.
1: Oh, yeah. So many.
0: (laughs) What do you like to do for fun, Rex? Uh,
1: So in my spare time, I'm an artist and a writer. Um, For work, I'm a body piercer and I work retail.
0: Mm, Same here. Retail is the devil.
1: No, the devil's cool.
0: (laughs) Hand. but um you guys can't see us but i was totally being funny there um so let's get let's dip into this dip into that honey so we're gonna ask some questions rex has a whole list and we're gonna work through it what's the first one
1: um so the first question is do you collect anything
0: okay yeah i do i, I collect a few different things the first my major collection is makeup okay i have hordes and have a mini Sephora of makeup. I'm looking at it, a portion of it right now because I'm not in location in Ottawa. I actually escaped away from the pandemic, and uh, I have easily like a thousand dollars of just eyeshadow palettes with me right now in protection. And so that
1: like so? Isn't that like two things?
0: two things no you would think but like no i I mean i haven't count them all but there's uh there's got to be more than 20. i have more than 20. and it's i love it i was this type of kid that would collect pencil crowns markers uh like those jelly pens i was that little fag that wanted every color of the rainbow at my disposal and it's just like progressed into makeup as well And I cannot be stopped, but I love it. It's in control. It's not out of control. I budget for it appropriately, but I love to collect it. I also collect um, anything to do with the X-Men and more specifically, Emma Frost. So if you know who Emma Frost is, I am her kindred spirit. Uh, We are one and the same, and that should tell you a lot about me but <laughs> what about you? What do you collect?
1: Um, other than Pokemon and boys.
0: <laughs> mm, I wish I was a collector of boys but I'm going through a serious drought not just from the pandemic. It's like I'm cursed for cock. Like literally cursed for cock. What if anyone wants to help me break that spell please do.
1: Yeah, what I gypsy did? did you piss off?
0: Oh fuck. In a previous life I must have pissed off all of them like
1: <laughs> um but yeah no so for you know. <laughs> uh no in reality i collect uh i have a lot of toys that's a big one that i collect mm-hmm. um specifically robin all yeah. different robins um and batgirls i have a whole section of batgirls um Cause my whole thing is like Batman sidekicks and they're separated by which Robin it is. So D- Dick Grayson versus Jason Todd versus um, Tim Drake versus Carrie Kelly versus um, Damien. Cause I don't have Stephanie Brown um, as Robin toys. At least I've never found one, but if they did have them, I'd have to get it. Um, now you yeah.
0: like Robin, but is it because you really like Batman? Like you want to be the Robin?
1: No, okay, so the thing when I was a kid was that Robin was the only person who could save Batman, and if Batman's the greatest detective, and you're the only person that can save him. That makes you probably pretty good.
0: I just want to fuck Batman. That's why eh. I'd be Robin. Eh.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, having a thing for older guys definitely puts you in a position where you would you would think that that's where it is. But like, even okay, so I have. I mean I have the Batman versus Superman porn but I don't have any porn you I don't have any...
0: That? How can you have that and I don't you should be sharing this
1: I have you don't I have a we have a lot of weird porn in the house okay, um, I'm coming. just they keep getting they keep getting given to us it's like a it's like gifts But I mean who are these people that are gifting you porn can I be friends with them Like our daughter, our adopted daughter. You met her before.
0: Okay, this is getting weird now.
1: Anyway, but... <laughs> aside, okay. Aside from that, yeah. So Robin really is my collection. Um, and then yeah, I have a bunch of like Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy toys would be another one. I used to collect swords. Mm-hmm. I only have like three right now, but I used to I used to collect a lot more of them. I had. I almost had all of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle weapons. Like I had size, I still have my size, I still have nunchucks, but I didn't get a bow staff or a katana. Um, funny fact, my first sword that I ever got was an Urukai blade. So it's one of the swords from Lord of the Rings. But because at the time I was working on developing a board game that teaches people about uh, STBBIs or sexually transmitted and bloodborne infections. I'm so old they were still called STDs back then. But at any rate, when I was making it, I learned that the first sore that you get when you have herpes is called um, the cancroid, as opposed to a canker. So they, so when I got it, it was I was told that the sword was named the cancroid because um, they thought it was the most appropriate name for a sword. So yeah, I have a sword called the cancroid.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, it's so fitting for you. You also collect something else that no oh, one else can really see right now. You collect tattoos. You have a whole bunch of them on your body.
1: I mean, if you count the fingers individually, I think I'm at 23. Yeah. I yeah. mean,
0: that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. No, there's, there's, I have like a whole sleeve that we've been working on piece by piece. It's all cartoons. Um, I have a lot of ideas, probably more ideas than I have space. Um, and it's also a question of taste, because there's some stuff that I love that I probably shouldn't ever get tattooed on my body. <laughs>
0: You're going to have to have someone edit before you allowed it to go onto your body.
1: There's a there's an editing process, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, if it, if an artist, if my partner, who is also my tattoo artist, doesn't want to do them, there's probably a good reason for it, so... I don't, argue, I don't argue too much. I did, I did have to beg and plead for like a year to get my knuckles done um, because generally, as like a rule, if you don't have a lot of tattoos, you shouldn't get your hands done. Um, mm-hmm. In the industry, face, neck, visible neck, and hand tattoos are jokingly referred to as everlasting job stoppers. <laughs> so when you are in a place where you're for sure that you're not, that they're not going to hinder you, that's the point that you'd want to get them. Like if you already got enough that you're like really covered, or you're working like in an industry where it really won't matter, then go for it. But like I know some people who work as a uh, they work in airlines, and because the flight attendants are not allowed to show any visible tattoos of any kind, um they're like if they take off their sh- they're covered right up until where the where the uniform stops, but they're like covered because they love tattoos, so they just get their whole body done. But you just when they put their uniform on, you can't see it at all.
0: In my retail job, I work at an unnamed makeup store and i get people coming in all the time like begging to learn how to cover tattoos for like cruise ships or um airplanes and stuff like that like all that kind of like those kind of stuff and i'm just like (laughs) you're fucked yeah (laughs) but it's large enough area i'm like oh sweetie yeah you're gonna do this every day
1: (laughs) well that's the thing i do know somebody who did work she was a flight attendant and she had a little one on her thumb and she covered it every day. And she was like, it was totally fine. And then one day she went on the plane and she had to wash her hands and she didn't bring anything to, and it kind of rubbed off. And she didn't, she forgot to pack like the the makeup. so She couldn't cover it back up. And she said the rest of the day, she had to keep it in her pocket. What? Was like She could not show anybody. And they were like, you are in the air right now. And they were like, if you, we would have known, I've also heard of people going through their entire training, which you don't get paid for when you're a flight attendant, you go through your whole training, which can take months. And then it's the last day. It's the graduation day. They give you your uniform. They tell you to get dressed. And the one girl had a little tiny thing behind her ear. And because they had to pull her hair up for her uniform, they saw it and they're like, you're fired. And that was it. Oh, God. Like months, so months and months and months of effort. And then they were just like, nope, bye, get out.
0: <laughs> yeah. So what's the next question?
1: Uh, yeah, we don't want to move on to something a little less depressing. Oh, good. The next question yeah. is, uh, do you have any phobias?
0: <laughs> yeah. I have this weirdly specific but common uh, phobia of heights. Um, but I really am weird about it where I, I love roller coasters. I don't like ladders. I don't like balconies. I don't like glass floors. I don't like um, being up at a window where it's too high up in a high rise. I can't go within like three feet of the window, but get me out on of those roller roller coasters and I am all about it. Uh, It's those, those chain link swings, the really high ones. I was on one once and just like, PTSD regressed into myself and blocked everything out and it was like one of my truest regrets that I've ever done also the slingshot that my friends there is a video on YouTube of me just screaming my head off being on the slingshot at Wonderland it is hilarious I've tried to find it if someone does please send it to me because it is a gem like i remember i passed out after i got off of it because there was no oxygen for like the 3 minutes that you're on the thing it's so funny <laughs> what
1: about you um which is funny cuz i really like i really like horror movies but i am like deathly afraid of the dark really yeah i do not i do not do well in like rooms with no lighting um I so for the longest time I never had um I never had a bed frame because my one rule was that there was not allowed to be space under the bed. Like that whole like where there's like where it's off the floor, like I'm like if it's a bed frame that's fully sealed or it's got drawers, like I'm super I'm into that. That's what we have now, but no, my hard rule was like no. There's no empty spaces under the bed. Um I remember being very like So I started watching horror movies really, really young. Like we're talking like two was when I saw my first horror movie. And I remember my, I can't remember what movie it was, but I remember being on my bed and I could, I swore up and down that I heard like something cackling underneath my bed. And that was the last time I had a bed with a bed frame that had empty space underneath it. I was so out. I jumped off of my bed and then I ran downstairs and I literally like my bed, I pulled my mattress off and flipped the bed on its side. And then I slept on the floor because I like, I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore.
0: Couldn't deal. Couldn't handle it.
1: No. Nope. I assume. So how do you two... now? Huh? How do you operate now? Like with flashlights. All... Every phone is a flashlight. Like you never, you never don't have light. Yeah. Okay. Do you like... have a bed
0: on the ground still?
1: No, no. There's the bed frame has drawers underneath it, like it's sealed. But like, uh, closet, but like, closet doors being open, I don't like going into closets. Um, insert. Certain...
0: I do agree on the closet door being open. I hate that. I don't know if you do the same thing, but if you look at it, your mind plays a trick on you where you can like kind of see it like open a little bit, and
1: then. No, I look at it, and I if if it's in the dark, if I look into it, I see like my mind's tricks me into seeing like shadows and that's when I'm just like, nope, you just close it. Like ours is sliding. So it doesn't, it doesn't like I don't know. I, I've had the I've had those things before where you like, you know, there's like a pile of clothes and in the dark when it's too dark, you would see it look like a person or something. Like that fully that fully yeah. trips me out. But yeah, no, just being in the dark, not not a thing I like. <laughs> Um, the next question for you is, if you could be cast in a movie of your choice, what movie would you choose, and which character would you want to play?
0: Um.
1: I'm limiting it to movies, no, no TV shows. No TV shows,
0: just movies, eh? Movies. Um. I would say, oh crap, that's hard. Um, My current obsession right now, I'm going to say Man of Steel. No, 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 no. Batman versus Superman. Uh, And I get to play Lois Lane. Because there's this like hot scene where he gets in the, the tub with her. And I, Henry Cavill, if you hear this and you have any inclination I will fuck you, and you can fuck me, whatever, but whatever the situation needs to happen, I am there. I will dress up in whatever costume you like. Do you want me to be Batman? Do you want to be Superman? Do you want to be, like, I don't care. I I just want it. He's so hot, I can't handle it. What about you?
1: I mean, like, it sounds really dumb, but if I could sing, I would want to play uh, Link Larkin in Hairspray. I have never seen that movie. It is probably my favorite musical movie. One, okay, it is prob it is one of them for a lot of reasons, um, like strong connection to the queer community. It was originally written by John Waters. Divine was originally in it. Um, you know, there's like there's a lot there's a lot with it, but I I. I one time watched that movie every single day for like three weeks. Really? As as an adult. I remember going to see the movie with my friend and I had never, I hadn't seen the original version. I never saw the stage play. I knew nothing about going into it. We walked in, sat down through the first musical number. And then when they say, when they like announce kind of what the plot is, I was just like, I turned to my friend, I'm like, this movie's about racism. And she's like, what did you think this movie was about? And I said, hairspray that's what it's called (laughs) and she's like well it is also about hairspray but it's also like not about hairspray and then i just ended up liking the movie a lot um yeah if not that if it had to not be a musical it would be i would play speed racer and speed racer i love that movie i haven't seen that one either (laughs) oh my god it's so good it's okay it's terrible but it's so entertaining it's so entertaining I mean, but do you know who's in it? The cast list? I only know Christina
0: Ricci's in it. That's it.
1: Christina Ricci, Susan Sarandon, John Goodman, um, Emil Hirsch. Like I hated Speed Racer when I was little. Oh, the car! No, it's look so, in okay. like, Um, I remember when we first, because this is how old it is and how old I am, when the movie came out. I said that I would buy a flat screen TV, like an LCD, like a really nice TV. But on the on the one rule was the first thing that it ever played would be Speed Racer, because the movie is like super high saturation Technicolor, like lights flash. It's a wild ride. So I was like, that's the oh, that is the has to be the first thing that ever gets played on that TV. That's funny. And uh, he wears white, like oh, an all white leather motorcycle outfit, and I'm all about the monochromatic look of it. It's great. <laughs> um, okay, so the next question is what's something you would want to do in the next year that you've never done before?
0: Um, in the next year that I've never done before? I would... I actually have been thinking about getting a tattoo for the past... While I've, I've been wanting to, I've never before really wanted to, because I never really saw something that I really liked, but um, I saw on Instagram, there's these tattoos where this girl, like, um, draws them, I guess, but the way she draws them, they look like they're actual jewels when you get them wet, or if, they're, if you put moisturizer on them. Um, and they, they glitter and everything. And I would love to get something like that, but I'm a pussy for pain.
1: So the other thing you need to realize is that pro- that effect probably goes away after time.
0: Well, don't ruin it.
1: Well, I yeah, said- <laughs> but that's, that's half of the thing, though, is like, unless it's something, unless she has some sort of like mastered technique, for the most part, they start off really vibrant and that stuff stays really strong. And then after time, it, like naturally your skin it does dull in the skin like that's it's just the way that skin absorbs so like even mine like i have like my fingers have had to have touched up a bunch of times so my one hand i've had done three times and my one hand hand i've done twice because you have to go back in because it uh the hands are high um, friction area sorry
0: i love it when they go back in
1: (laughs) when the hands go back in is there any tread left on those tires?
0: Oh no, I forgot it all
1: grew back. It all grew back. Um, yeah, I mean, get them. My whole my, The thing I always say is a lot of my clients, being a piercer, I, deal, I tend to deal with a lot of people who are, like a fair amount of people who are like 14 to, to 18, I deal with a lot. So they don't have tattoos yet. And they're always like, oh, I'm so excited for my, for my tattoo. And they're like really stressed out about it. And I'm like, here's the real tea about tattoos. Once you get one, you're going to get another one. They are so addictive. Because, like, literally after I got my first, after I started the first one, I was already starting to plan the, the other ones I wanted. It's just, there's, like, adrenaline. There's there's chemicals that happen in your brain during the process that um, make it, you you want more. So I'm always, like, don't put so much pressure on the first one um because people do that where they're like oh like this one has to be perfect because it's the if it's the only one I get it's like it has to be perfect i'm like it's not going to be the only one that you get so <laughs> just like get over yourself get something fun fa- get something fun get something small like you know dip your toe in the water and then like and then go for the big one the afterwards
0: <laughs> huh? and then get the full back piece
1: i mean if you want to they take forever and they're really expensive but Like, I say do it, but also, especially research who it is, because, like, that, if you're looking for somebody who specifically does that, go to them specifically. Not everybody will be able to do that.
0: Yeah. So. What do you want to do in the next year?
1: um, Well, I jokingly refer to myself as a burlesque performer, but I've never actually done a burlesque performance, so that was part of the plan for this year.
0: Yes, that's derailed, is was, not
1: it? <laughs> I was I was supposed to do it I think this month. I was we were looking at trying to yeah. I was trying to get into a show. Um but you know, miss corona had a had some things to say about that. So it got <laughs> it's postponed for now. But yeah, um I'm super nervous and shy and like getting on stage terrifies me, but I really um I'm committed to doing it now. Mm-hmm.
0: My advice to you doing it, considering you gave me advice i 'll give some to you as a drag performer uh, you can find me on Instagram. My name is Emma Mann uh, you it 's you really just gotta give yourself into the character that you create, like Emma for me is like a completely different other person if i 'm done a a show, people are like, "Oh my God, it was so funny when you did this and i 'm like i don 't remember doing that at all like <laughs> It's just completely out of the window for me. And I know that happens for quite a few performers where it's just like, you get into another mode. Like for some people, it's like finishing the face. Some people it's like getting like full in the costume. And then it just takes off from there. You just give them their own energy.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm a, I used to do a lot of cosplay. So like I, there is a transformation that happens yeah. when you get, when you get into the costume. Um, which is kind of what I'm making on because like they say clothing is like armor so I'm hoping that the costume provides that sort of security net I guess but I don't know at the end of the day like I've been thinking about this for a long time like I think when we first met I was trying to talk someone else into doing it with me and it never happened so that's like that's that's more years than I'm willing to admit but if you fucking put a number
0: to, that, to those years, I will reach through this screen and slap you. No, I. Okay, it was just four years ago. Okay, four years ago. Don't, there you go.
1: No, it, further back than I'm willing to admit. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's time. It's time. I love that moment for you. It's going to be scary. I am going to be so fucking scared, but be a um, good scared anything that's scary is worth doing.
0: Yeah.
1: So. Big black dick. I'm not scared of that. Or why, why are you scared of that?
0: Oh, I'm not. I can't be physically.
1: <laughs> um, so
0: what's the next question?
1: What is your earliest memory?
0: Oh, fuck. My earliest memory...
1: I can do mine if you want me to go first, because I have mine. I already know what mine is. So mine, I was, I want to say four or five, because there's some stuff that I've been told I did, but I don't actually remember it. But this I actually do remember. I remember going outside. So my mom used to work like two to three jobs at a time when I was a kid. So like I didn't end up seeing her a whole lot when I was really, really little. And um, I remember there was one night she was working... It was a Friday night, specifically. I remember it was a Friday, and she was at work. And I remember I walked outside, and I looked up at the moon, and I remember seeing the silhouette of a woman on a broomstick fly past the moon. But I heard my mom's voice, so I thought my mom was a witch. And I thought that was – I caught her flying on her broomstick to her night job. And (laughs) I told my sisters this. And my sisters told my mom – And my mom played it up quite a bit that she was actually a witch so that I would fall. I would do what I was told because she was a witch. (laughs) But I fully I fully remember where my room was. I remember walking out of my room, which was the back of the house. um, And then there was like a door that went to a porch and to the backyard. And I remember going right up to the door. I can't remember. I think my mom had just left and I woke up because I had already I was already asleep. I remember waking up, going there, heard my mom's voice, and looked up and saw. and I swear I saw it. So that is probably my earliest memory, is seeing my mom fly past the moon on a broomstick. <laughs> so one of my
0: earliest memories, I had to have been probably like four or five. And I remember, because I'm, I'm a twin, and one time we woke up before our mother did, and we wanted... Nestle Quick so bad and they may have back in the day (laughs) made Nestle Quick in in an aluminum can with a cap to it that you would press on and like you'd have to have a lot of like an adult force to get the cap off. Us being little four-year-olds couldn't really get into it except for we were bad little four-year-olds and we made our way into this thing and i remember spilling it all over the couch And this is like powder, so it's like getting into this like back in the time frame that this couch was made uh they used to make kind of like a crushed kind of velvet couch
1: <laughs> oh, i remember kind of that those, like, are, those were really trendy like four years ago
0: four years ago and so this would it got like right in there and almost made like this mud into it, like, like, trying to, like, make the milk, and I just remember how incredulous my mother was when she came out to the living room after waking up and just, just getting caught and just, like, (laughs) the, like, anger that she had just was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, it was like Nestle Quick explosion in the living room we didn't even do this in the kitchen we did it uh, we wanted to sit and watch TV Um, it was just hilarious but that's what I remember
1: I do so one of my one of the ones I do actually remember because I can still it I can still feel it in my mouth oh my mom had this my mom had this thing where she said if I if I said bad words she'd clean my mouth out with if you remember the brand melaleuca soap no oh my god it's like eucalyptus it smelled really strong so my mom used to threaten me with this and we had two bathrooms in that house one bathroom was under a stair so it was like weird angled and whatnot and that was like the bathroom that i would mostly use because it was closest to my room and i called my mom a bitch one day and my mom got so mad she didn't speak to me she just just, like, left. She just was, like, okay, I'm not dealing with this, and, like, went to her room, and I remember feeling so bad that I went into the bathroom and washed my own mouth out with Melaleuca soap, and she walked by the bathroom, and she just heard, like, sobbing, so she opens the door. She's, like, what are you doing, and she said, and I remember just turning to her, just, like, crying, just so much tears, foam coming all out of my mouth, all over the soap, or all over this thing. She could see the Melaleuca bottle in my hand, and she just started laughing, (laughs) she laughed so hard that she was like i can't even punish you you just do it yourself and she was like never she had to stop buying it because it it made her laugh so much because she just kept thinking about the time that she caught me washing my own mouth out with soap and And that was the
0: cleanest (laughs) your mouth ever was
1: ever since i think it caused permanent i think it permanently damaged some of the taste buds that's why i only really like really really sweet things because i feel like the i feel like it damaged me permanently Or uh, sweet or salty, you know. (laughs) Things can be salty and sweet at the same time. And sticky and gooey. With Um,
0: enough pineapple, anything's possible.
1: With enough pineapple. (laughs) Um, Next question is, what was your favorite music or band 10 years ago?
0: 10 years ago. Where are we right now? We are 2020, 10 years ago. Um, it was probably Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, yeah, that's probably it,
1: yeah. I think I can, I I think I, yeah, that sounds about right for you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um...
0: I uh, Uber Faggot over here, right? So like it could have been Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, like Rihanna going on, you know what I mean? Like all those like just <laughs> pop princesses. Probably, yeah. A pop, pop princess. princess. music Oh yeah, but probably Lady Gaga most specifically. Yeah
1: I mean mine wasn't new. It that's why it's a hard question. That's a hard question one for me to answer because ten years ago. The music that I liked, like who I would have considered some of my favorite bands 10 years ago, are the same ones I probably would have considered my favorite bands 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And even still now. But I guess if I had to name one, like probably Placebo. Is it
0: sad I haven't heard of them?
1: (laughs) I mean... Glam rock inspired by Nirvana. David Bowie was a big fan of theirs. He actually sang a song with them and they played at David Bowie's birthday party. Um, Yeah, they were, yeah, they were like 90s, early 2000s glam rock. Like leather pants and fishnet shirts and their music's really, really depressing though. Like if you really want to just like feel your emotions, you listen to Placebo. yeah, no. Placebo would have has like long, ugh, long, long time liking Placebo. Um, Prozac. All of my favorite bands apparently invented drugs. <laughs> um, but Prozac, I can listen. So I always say like my favorite band will be determined based on whether or not I can listen to an entire so- uh, album without stopping. Like, whereas like a lot of artists, that I'll like, there's like a handful of songs that I would like of theirs. But like to be able to listen to an entire album start to finish and like be really contented with that that's when I'm like that is a favorite band of mine so like those two bands I can listen to all the way through the Dresden Dolls I can listen to all the way through Marilyn Manson I can listen to all the way through I was a goth in high school so <laughs> I was a goth who also seek on the DL listen to Spice Girls and Aqua and Prozac so it's like 90s pop music 90s techno music like dirty, gross, Eurotrash dance music, but then also, like...
0: Oh, no, I love the Eurotrash dance music, too. Yeah.
1: But I also have that streak that is, like, moody, depressing. I either want music that's really intelligently written and full of, like, imagery and, like, really powerful, or just the dumbest music. Like, I want... Like, one of my favorite songs that I recently rediscovered from the TV show... I forget what it's called, It's or it's on Netflix. It's the I'm So Not Okay With This Right Now, or whatever that the, she, the girl from
0: uh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah.
1: They have a song in it called uh, The King of Rock and Roll by Prefab Sprout, and it's one of my favorite songs in the entire world, and it makes no sense, and mm-hmm. it's not supposed to, and it's totally fine. It's the dumbest song. It's fucking super catchy. It'll get stuck in your head, I promise you, if you listen to it, it'll get stuck in your head. But I, when we were we were actually talking, and that song came on during what during the show, and I was like, "Shut up, shut up! I need to listen to this." And the song started playing, and I was like, "Yes! No one knows this song. I love this."
0: It's so funny that you mentioned the dichotomy of music because I do also have that, like uh, Slipknot, Mudvayne, um, Ramstein, like. Tool, like I also like all that kind of stuff too. But if I had to pick something, it would definitely be like
1: Top Forty Princess. Yeah, yeah, I see that for you. Yeah, that's my moment. (laughs) Uh, next question. Um, do you have any favorite quotes? Oh,
0: favorite quote. Do you have one? Yeah. What's yours?
1: Um. So I'm pretty sure it's it's inaccurately attributed to Jackie O but there is a quote that is assigned to her um, that is your first marriage is for love your second marriage is for money and your third marriage is for companionship
0: oh yeah that's a good one I've heard that one before
1: yeah it's just like what a great quote (laughs) it just really it explains everything there is about her that or um Foxy Love from Drawn Together where she says, um I may be I may be loose, but I ain't no canon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so a quote that comes to mind that I say like no, I wouldn't say I say it all the time, but when I do use a quote, this one will come up a lot. It's from Mae West. So it's when I'm good, I'm good. But when I'm bad, I'm better. Oh. <laughs> I love Mae West. Uh, she's like one of my spirit animals. Just like that voluptuous, slutty woman, you know? Just, just does not give any fucks whatsoever. That's what I'm about.
1: I can feel that. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not blonde more often in honor of her.
0: I know. I actually have only gone blonde once in my life because I've never, like, been inclined to do it. Oh, that's not twice in my life. I did tips in high school.
1: (laughs) Of course you (laughs) did.
0: Tips. Got done blonde, Tips. Um, Like a boy band?
1: Like you were in a boy band? Yeah,
0: yeah, totally. If I can find a photo of it, I'll show it to you. Um, And then I did, uh, I recently, in November, went full platinum and loved it. Uh, learned a lot getting it done because uh, first time just learning off of YouTube all by myself. I I feel like I did it pretty well, but uh, if I do it again, I'll have more knowledge to be able to get it done right. And like within the first two sittings, I like one the first night that I did it, I bleached my hair like three times. I was proud. <laughs> it, was, it, it, was it actually strong. wasn't gonna do that.
1: I I would discourage it, definitely.
0: Well, I mean, I keep my hair short, so you know, whatever.
1: <laughs> Your roots are in though.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, it's t- like it. Uh, it's almost all out now. It's just like this nice. Uh, I don't know. What you, it's not ombre. I don't know what we call it. Like streaking now, but eventually it'll be gone, and maybe I'll maybe I'll do it again. Who knows? <laughs>
1: Um, so for timing, I may start, I may cut a couple of these out. That's cool. Um, do, 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 how about, have you ever met anybody famous?
0: Um, I have, but for some reason I can't think of them. Oh, oh, I remember now. I met Trinity the Tuck. Okay. okay? So I met Trinity, she came up to Ottawa to do, um, Snow Pride, was it last year before last? And she came into my place, establishment of work, uh, and she forgot her makeup bag. So uh, I got to help her out, which was fun. She was, I mean, she was stressed. So I'm not gonna say she was bitchy, but she did not want to be interacted with at first and which was fine. But then like I could tell that she needed some help and then I just went out and helped her and like she didn't want to deal with like fangirls so we just had to like really keep it you know on the down low. I also met um, uh, Simply Logical. She came into my place of work as well. I was not as cool for her though. Okay. <laughs> I totally fangirled out um, and yeah probably looked like a big creeper to her but whatever. What about you?
1: Um, okay, so I have a, I have two, I guess two drag race ones and uh, a non drag race one, I guess. My most recent like famous person that I met would have been Linda Blair, who was the little girl from The Exorcist. Oh yeah. Um, she was really cool, but the more that I know about her, the more uncomfortable I was going. Because she does not like talking about The Exorcist, like she doesn't like looking at it. She doesn't want to talk about it. When you go to meet her, she actually gives you a list like of movies that she's been in that wasn't The Exorcist, because she is so like just uh, over it. And you, as a huge fan of like the movie and like that whole thing, like Reagan and that, it's super uncomfortable to go because you're like, I'm so sorry, but I'm really excited to meet you. Not. For anything that you want, but I'm really excited to be here. It was yeah. really awkward. Um, she is the smallest person, the smallest human being I've ever met in my life. She is so little. Is um, she's as
0: big as the statue from the movie.
1: No, <laughs> no. Okay, so in the movie, there's the statue and the idol, and the statue's huge and the idol's little. Oh yes. So you gotta, but no. So no. She's like, I think she's like four four, five, four, six. Like, she's short. But do so they part- just force her not to grow so they
0: could get, like, three movies out of her?
1: You're thinking <laughs> of are thinking of Poltergeist.
0: No. Linda Blair's the one that, like, is the exorcist. She, your mother sucks cocks in hell.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. She, just, she just never really grew. Oh. I guess. I'm not really, I'm... I'm not her. I'm not her doctor. I don't know. But, not her nutrition. No. <laughs> look, she was she was super nice and very understanding, but I felt so I felt like I was very much enforcing stuff on her that she did not want to do, because you're just like I really love that you were. I really love this movie that you were in that you do not want to talk about, and it's really uncomfortable. But, I mean, I think
0: she needs to. She's if she's going to a con, or anything like she has to realize that that's her career now.
1: Well, you know? so the so the thing is, she went so she went there because the theme so it was at a tattoo convention and the theme of the tattoo convention was horror movies, so it made sense why she was there. But the thing was, so in order to get pictures with her and to get her to autograph stuff, it you have to pay money. Um, yeah. But the thing about it was that all of the money that she earned signing autographs and taking pictures went to her dog rescue. So it, so I was like, okay, you know, it's charity at least. I felt like. I don't know. It just felt like no one was super comfortable with that whole interaction, but like at the end of the day, we were all like, it's for charity and we'll all move on. Um, yeah. The last two... So I... I didn't get to talk to her, but I sat behind Aja from Drag Race
0: mm. at an event.
1: She was literally the person in front of me. um, In the nicest way possible... In the, in the nicest way possible, you smell her before you see her. But that's because she wears a lot of perfume. Yeah. And you can just, like, I remember sitting there being like, what the hell is that smell? And then you turn, and then there she is. And you're like, oh, cool, that's you. It's not a bad smell. It's perfume. But it's, you smell her first. Good smell, but you smell her first.
0: I saw Um, Vanessa Vanjie Mateo uh, in, like, when she came to Ottawa, and she also smelled really good. She passed by me in the
1: crowd, so... Well, I got to meet um I got to meet Angina, which is probably like the best ever. Was, yeah. Oh, uh, she was she because was, I remember watching the show when it first aired, like on TV, like week two like I wasn't one of these people like I didn't come into it later. Like I from the beginning and Angina was my first choice to win. I love Nina Flowers and she was my second when Angina gets eliminated, but Angina was like I wanted her to win she was my she was my first pick and uh getting to meet her was like really really cool because you're just like i have been the biggest fan of you for as long as i've actually liked drag queens pretty much so you Mm -hmm. were like the first one i liked that's a lot and she was super nice and we ended up getting to meet her and she thought me and my partner were brothers (laughs) which was really funny because we took pictures individually Um, So like we I got a picture with her and then he got a picture with her and then afterwards it was really quiet that night for the meet and greet so they were like if you want to go back she's just like hanging out there and you can go talk to her some more so we went back in line and then we were like oh we're here for family portraits. (laughs) And then she's like I'm so sorry I didn't mean to to call you to, to, I didn't mean to say anything bad you just look like brothers I'm like yeah we get that literally all the time but no I promise you we're not related. (laughs) the The odds are not in favor of that (laughs) um next question what's your first job
0: my like first like paying taxes on my paycheck job or like first job ever
1: okay omitting hand jobs blow jobs and rim jobs
0: What's your first job? So, I guess my first job would have been like uh, mowing the lawn for this crazy old lady down the street from me. Yeah, I don't even know how I got it. I think I walked up to her house and asked her if she needs someone to do her lawn for. And then that's how I got it.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Back in the day. Right? Did they even have electric lawn mowers? Yeah,
0: you know what? You know what? And I hate mowing lawn. It's like, I will never be a homeowner in the sense that you have, I'm going to have like a lawn or anything. I'm probably going to be an apartment person for the rest of my life, like a condo or, you know,
1: a penthouse, you know? You're not going to be the type of person to have a like a... Like a landscaper to like ogle, you're thinking about it the wrong way. You're yeah. thinking about it the wrong way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, any. <laughs> Thank you for opening up
0: another avenue for me. Yeah. You just gotta, you gotta,
1: you gotta think outside of the, you gotta think outside of it. Like, mm-hmm. it's just when you look at it from a different perspective, there's different benefits. Right. Um, my first job, uh i was picking strawberries at a strawberry farm um it was the worst job uh ever and i got fired because i scared an old lady like you purposely scared her? no i didn't even say anything but i got fired because i because they said that i they called me at home after my last shift and they were like by the way like we're sorry to tell you but you're terminated um you there uh, like a a customer said that they heard that that they heard you say talking about picking like underripe berries and didn't care if it poisoned people and she got scared and she wouldn't buy strawberries from us anymore. And they're like, yeah, because of that, oh, yeah. you're getting you're you're like you're fired. Please don't come back. Did you say it? No, oh, I wasn't weird. even in that conversation. What happened was so I got rides from so my mom's friend. Got me the job, and his son worked there. So I got rides home from my mom's friend. And what happened was, it was his son and his and a couple of other people there were talking, and I was standing nearby waiting for the car, like waiting for my ride to go home. Okay. And then they were like, but honestly, the job was so bad, I was like, I'm not fighting it. Just cool. okay. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> It was awful. It was Hmm. so stupid. And like the thing was, is that when I started when I started there, and they were talking us through how we're supposed to do things, the one guy, the guy who my my mom's friend's son was like, yeah, just pick the ones that like are almost there. By the time they, if you put them on the bottom, by the time they get to eating them, they'll be fine. Hmm. So he was like, yeah, if they're like a tiny bit green, just pick them. He's like, you need to fail your quartz fast enough. So he's like, don't worry if they're like a little under ripe. Right. He's like, if they're like little tiny and like fully green, don't pick them. But if they're there's a little bit of green, they're they're fine, just pick them. Red. Yeah. Oh, it was fine.
0: It all looks out for the best.
1: Yep. Um. All right. So there's two questions left. What superpower would you have and why?
0: telepathy because I um, like I have control issues <laughs> and not only do I want it to like help out with communication but when things eventually don't if they don't go my way um, I would want to be able to force the issue in my favor anyways wow so <laughs> why wouldn't you just want mind control well because telepathy is also mind control
1: like I don't want to just
0: like I'm not doing, I'm gonna do basic like like just read minds. That's that's not real telepathy. That's like basic stuff that they just put on for TV. I want like full on, Emma Frost, Jean Gray, Xavier telepathy. You know what I mean? Like I want the full shebang. I don't wanna just like
1: So be one of the most powerful psychics in the entire world.
0: I I'm not even saying that it have to be the most powerful, but like top five. You know? <sighs>
1: All right. Well, I guess if you're bending those rules, the rules like that. Um, mine, my answer varies. If I was in a world where there were no superheroes, um, I would want the ability to make duplicates of myself because I could get a lot done in a day. If there were multiple, that too. Because like, <laughs> there's only one way to know if you're ever if you're actually good in bed, and that's sleep with a cl- with like a your duplicate.
0: Um. Not doing that. I have a duplicate. That's not happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, twins are not a duplicate. This is a like an actual replica.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, twins,
1: twins don't count. They're different people. Like I want one because like technically you'd control them, but to an extent I imagine because they'd have to be autonomous enough to be able to like go and do something for you. But like that's the ultimate test of like whether or not you're good in bed is if you can is banging yourself. So um that, that would be one thing. Huh.
0: Uh, multiple men, Jimmy Madrox. He he does fuck himself in the comics. It's funny. I believe it. Why wouldn't you give it a try?
1: Um <laughs> it's like but, masturbation at that point, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's not nothing. Plus, like, if you ever want like threesomes, foursomes, or orgies, anytime, you just there you go. But. um If there were other people with superpowers, I would want the ability to copy other people's powers. I would absolutely be that bitch that would just be like, I can do everything. (laughs) I'd want no limits. Because if there are other people with superpowers and you, if there's other people with superpowers and you need, and like, there's a definite need for you to be able to do more than one thing, then I would want that. But if there was nobody else, then I'd be like, cool, well, what's because like i've seen some people do like write essays about like what superpower would you want and people who are like oh super strength it's like cool so you're going to be called every time somebody needs to move or super speed cool so you're going to people are going to call you asking you to drop stuff off at their house because you can do it in like a blink of an eye you know there's like in real life how other people would try to bother you to use your powers i'd want one <laughs> that's like not no one else is going to benefit from it necessarily but me
0: all i'm hearing is if there's lots of superpowers out there, I want access to all of them. And if there's yes. no superpowers out there, I want to fuck myself. That's all I'm hearing.
1: <laughs> that's 90% accurate. You're just forgetting that 10%, which is also that I'm greedy and I'd want my powers to only benefit me. Be like, if I could fly, but only me, or teleport, but only me. Like, that's... you. I wouldn't want a power that people would try to exploit for, thi- for things. Yeah. So... It's a little self serving, but I think it's fine. Hypothetical.
0: It's always good to be greedy, not greedy, selfish sometimes, you know? You have to have a bit of selfishness for yourself.
1: Like, it could still help other people, but like the most person that's going to benefit is me. Yeah. If I have to go to work, I can just send a duplicate if I need to be somewhere else. If it's like, oh, well, I also need to go. Yeah, I need you to go. Like, if you need to be at work, but someone's. Sick, and they need you to go take care of them. It's like cool. So we're just gonna split, and one of is gonna go there, and the other one's gonna go there, and then you're fine.
0: Oh, I would never go to work. I'd be like, you're going to work, I'm
1: staying here. Bye. But it depends on how capable they are, and if okay. there's a range, because there might be like a thing where there's like a range of how far you can be apart before they like fall apart. Do they have to be reabsorbed, or can they just be like self-destructed? There's a lot of questions that go into it. But, not getting into the specifics.
0: (laughs) That's for another episode.
1: That's for another episode. What's the last Uh, question? If you had a talk show, who would your first three guests be? My first three guests would be
0: Henry Cavill.
1: because I Okay, it is a talk show. You cannot have sex with him on stage. You didn't say what type
0: of talk show. Maybe this is going on HBO Max. Um, and
1: well, your other choices better be involved with it It can't be Or it's just rude And then they'll always think of you And they'll hate you well, for being
0: travel there, Even if he doesn't want to have sex I want him to sit there for the whole time He'd be the first guest So he would be there through all the other interviews But he wouldn't switch his seat He would still be in the first chair And I would talk over him to the other person next Who would be Alaska Thunderfuck. And she'd be okay with it. I'm quite sure.
1: You wouldn't just have him It'd be sit hilarious. in your lap? Uh,
0: I mean, if he's down for it, sure. Um, I would probably sit in his lap, though. But Sorry, I'm getting distracted there. Um, and then my last guess would be um, Justin Trudeau he is so you can speak
1: moistly to you such
0: a hot dog oh yeah like when he put that beard on i was like "Yes." and then when he was like basically telling everyone like he got the dad tone out a few times when everyone was like fucking around during the pandemic at first he's like basically like do what you're told (laughs) that was so hot for me and those like steely blue eyes oh gorgeous and if I can so, have a fourth guest, <laughs> it would be, um, oh my God, Prince Harry. But whatever.
1: <laughs> so I guess you can tell, like, I guess you can tell from the answers in this that um, you're thinking with your <laughs> dick.
0: That's not true. Alaska fu- Thunderfuck is there, and like Justin so, Trudeau, I would still talk politically with him. I would just so approximately
1: so sixty six to seventy five percent of your guests are there for sexual conquest.
0: Why not? I mean, what do you think Ellen does?
1: I mean, isn't that why Charlie Rose isn't on TV anymore, or Matt Lauer, or you know, I'm pretty sure that doesn't pan out well in the long run for you if you try to sexually Well, I'm not going
0: to make a move on them. I just want to ogle them, that's all. Like, I still want to interview them, I just want to look at them.
1: So time. as as your guests leave the show, there's a lawyer sitting there with their, with a like an already pre-made um, restraining order against you, and they're like, "Just you just sign this, and it's fine. He'll that ne- you'll never see or talk to him ever again. Here you go. Don't worry about it."
0: I I wouldn't be that nasty in front of them. It would be only afterwards with the tapes, <laughs> the tapes and the Zoom.
1: I stand uh. behind my comment that the restraining order will be pre-filled and they just have to sign it. Who would you have on? Okay, well, because there are people I'd wanna talk to um, and people I think would be really interesting to meet, um, Isabella Rossellini would be one. So she's the actress who plays the witch in Death Becomes Her. Okay. Cuz she is just she's so fascinating. I would love to meet her and talk to her. Um second guest, if I had to pick somebody, ooh. Ooh, okay. Um I would really like to meet Kevin Smith. I think he would be really cool to talk to. Um yeah, he'd be super, I, he's he's one I'd pick. Um, if I'm thinking with my dick, then it'd be Liev Schreiber. Or oh, um, maybe Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. If I wasn't thinking with my dick, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, she'd be fun.
1: Yeah. I mean there's a, there's quite a few other people I would pick but I guess if, if I had to pick up if I had to pick a a, a lineup, Isabella Rossellini, um, Ryan Reynolds and Yeah, there's a thing with Leah Schreiber, but okay, so yeah, Ryan instead of Lev. And then God, who did I say for my second one?
0: I'm just thinking of Leah Schreiber and Ryan Reynolds. So
1: I can't you remember wanted
0: Isabella Rosalini. You wanted
1: AOC. You know what? Let's just do it that way. Isabella Rosalini, AOC, and Ryan Reynolds. There you go. And Canadian, at least one Canadian on there, because you got to support Canadian content. That's cool. <laughs> I'm following CanCon rules, okay? <laughs>
0: Get on for, that CBT.
1: <laughs> yeah, for anybody who's not in from Canada, Canada has a rule called the the can it's the Can Con or the the Can Player. There's some sort of name for it, but basically the rule is that like radio stations have to play twenty-five percent of the music that they play has to be Canadian music. So that's why when there's like a Justin Bieber or an Alanis Morissette or a Nickelback or something a Canadian band that gets big, we listen to it way more than anybody else does because they have to play it 25 percent of the time so like that one song plays constantly and it is so fucking annoying because the first couple of times you're like oh it's cute
0: oh.
1: <laughs> yeah or i mean like uh, alessia cara like yeah her songs are good for the first like week that it comes out and then you're like yeah this is good and then by week Like three or four of listening to the radio, you're like, I need to never listen to this song ever again for the rest of my life. Like It gets too much. It is a real problem here.
0: (laughs) All right. I think that was the last question, wasn't it?
1: Yes, that was the last question.
0: So, that's all we have for today that we would do for your honey. Tell us what you thought about the episode in the comments below and on our Insta account. The link will be in the description. Thank you guys for showing up today. And I'm Justin. I'm Rex. And we will see you guys on the flip side.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on the, the flip-flop, versatile side. I don't know. Wow. You're showing our age by saying that. I hope you know that. I don't care. <laughs> oh, God. All right, let's...